Welcome to Core Nourishment. I'm Annie Wagner, your host. This podcast is designed to empower, inspire, ignite presence, purpose, and intention in your day. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Core Nourishment Podcast. This is Annie Wagner, your host. Here we are, October, beautiful fall up here in New England. I hope you are all doing well. It feels so good to be back after taking a little bit of time off in this transition of seasons. Um, If you are interested in being a guest, please reach out. I would love to hear from you. You can find me at anniewagoner.com or on Facebook and Instagram at Core Nourishment. And if you haven't already done so, if you wouldn't mind just taking a quick moment to head on over to Apple Podcasts and offer a rating and a review, I would so appreciate it. So episode 48 Oh, it was so much fun. I got to dive into conversation with this incredible woman who I had the opportunity to get to know about five years ago at Orange Theory Fitness. She was a head coach there. I can still hear her motivating words and feel her contagious tenacity with me when I'm working out or on the rower or bike. So Kara Hewitt, founder and owner of Tri-Life Nutrition, is truly making a powerful impact guiding people on their training journey as a performance dietitian and strength coach. It was such a joy to reconnect with her and to flow into conversation with Kara. She shares all about what is nourishing her these days, falling in love with triathlons, her training goals for 2023 what rest and recovery mean to her, and how podcasts and stretching have become a huge part of her evening routine. She opens up about her inner critic, playing soccer, how she used to relentlessly battle with herself, and Kara talks about her path to deeper self-compassion, joy, adventure, and a presence with her husband. This woman is fierce. She's funny, kind, inspiring, and empowering. And Kara is also vulnerable, so real, full of strength, and simply a freaking awesome human. So tune in, listen to Kara's passion and wisdom, and be inspired. You can learn more about her and or reach out to Kara at www.try-lifenutrition.com. Enjoy. to have you here this feels like such a gift thank you for having me I'm yeah really excited I'm and really that excited. we get to do it in person that just is so much better right yeah after the last few years we've had yeah totally it's been insane yeah it's been insane totally so Kara what is what is nourishing you and lighting you up these days so much um I'd have to definitely say my training my family and my business honestly so all three um Training specifically for a triathlon. I have recently fallen in complete love with a new sport that I I don't even know. I knew it existed, but man, I didn't know I would I would I could ever fall into it. Um, and I it's something that challenges me every single day, and I love a challenge. So something that challenges me definitely fills my cup and definitely nourishes me and ha- you know helps make me happy. Um, my family, my parents, they're awesome. My husband, he's amazing. Mm. Um, we've been recently married for five years. I know. Happy anniversary. Thank you. And, um, siblings and, you know, his parents and everything's just going very well in terms of the family realm. And, um, then my business is going very well too. So I'm sure we'll talk about that, but yes, we will. Yeah. Yeah. So those, those three, I'm, I'm just feeling very happy, grounded, you know, calm, I'm in a good rhythm with things right now. Mm, that's amazing. I want to know, so you talk about training, you talk about triathlons, and you've just recently fallen in love with with this newer sport. When was the first time you're like, I want to do a freaking triathlon? <laughs> it's funny you ask. So back when we went, we went to Orange Theory, right? Yes. They had this thing called the dry try, and that was cool, right? 2,000 meter row, body weight reps on the floor, 5K run on the treadmill 
get that done. And, you know, I, that was the hardest thing I had done, I think, to that point. So when was that? Like three, four years ago? I know. It's um, amazing. So like, long. Oh, I've known you for a while now. Okay. Right? <laughs> so I had done a couple of those and I just kind of thought to myself, okay, how can I take this next level? You know, what, what can I do? And um, I think someone in the area mentioned to be Pumpkin Man. And it made it might have been you. I don't know. It might have been you. I kind of have a poor memory when it comes. It to may things. have been. You know what's funny? I never did a dry try. Yeah. At Orangery, oh. but I was training for the Pumpkin Man, so it may have been. It might have yeah. been you. I, I don't know. know. Yeah. I'll give you credit. Okay. All so right. I'll take it. Uh, right. <laughs> so, anyways, I looked into it and I signed up for Pumpkin Man 2020, and it was back in 2019. Mm. So. Um, that all COVID all happened, right? And then it got bumped back to 2021. And I didn't start training until the summer because I didn't even know. I signed up for a sprint, by the way. So I didn't even know what I was getting myself into. Um, and over the last couple of years, I've moved careers. Now I coach at a different gym and started training uh, one of my good friends and clients, Jenny. And um, she's a uh, very, very, very good swimmer. She swam for Kentucky State. So um she She's was my biggest very rival, by the way. What? When I first did the Pumpkin Man back in 2011, 2012, Jenny oh, was my no biggest way. rival. Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See? So yep. I remember being like, she, yeah. <laughs> She's, She's awesome. She's a badass. Yes. For sure. So um, I met her, started training her, and she started becoming my triathlon coach. It was like the perfect duo. Yeah. And um, so she, <laughs> the funny thing is before the, the triathlon, I didn't swim until maybe a month before. So she wrote me a little program um, and, you know, hey, let's get running twice a week. Let's get biking twice a week. Let's get your butt in the water twice a week. And I just avoided the water. Yeah. So I, I know how to swim. I know how to swim. Uh, I grew up with a pool. You know, I, I can cannonball. I can, you know, whatever, dive. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I can float, right? So she's like, you need to get in the water. So uh, it was about a month, month to go. And I finally, like, tipped my toes in the uh, pond nearby, Lays Mill Pond, and swam out out and back to uh this island and I was like holy moly you know like yeah what is- are we doing <laughs> I'm doing a what and how many what so um and it's the breathing I feel like swimming I'm like this is hard it's like so humbling then yeah. I'm like yeah. wow like I don't know just then I, all the Olympics right all the people who can swim I'm like oh I'm like praise you you yeah. know like yeah you're a whole nother being so yeah. it definitely yeah you know I it's doing this sport has definitely humbled me in terms of trying something new, you know, and realizing like, this is not as easy as it looks and that kind of thing. But anyways, yeah. So the dry try from Orange Theory challenged me to do a sprint triathlon. And then that was the first one. And of course, everyone says you get the bug, right? The classic marathon bug or whatever bug it is. But, um, and I'm just kind of, I'm like the person who enjoys a challenge. So there's many tiers, right? To triathlon, sprint, Olympic, 70.3, Ironman, I don't know if I'll ever do an Ironman. I don't, you can, All right, that was going to be my question. That's exactly what people go right from that to, hey, you finished your sprint. You get Next time you're going to be doing an Ironman. Yeah. I'm like, hold, hold, you know, put the pause. Yeah. But, um, a few no, steps I mean, in between. Exactly. See, I mean, I'll take the steps to it. So this year I signed up for two Olympic triathlons and I just completed those. Next year I'm signing up for two half Ironmans. So Holy cow. I'm taking the steps. Yeah. Kara, that's amazing. Pretty cool, right? <laughs> Which ones are you doing? Did you already... I um I plan to do the Patriot half in Mass, okay. which is June seventeenth, I believe. Okay, and then uh, probably a couple of B races between, and then um, seventy point three in Maple Valley, Washington, next September. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I want to travel. Fabulous. I was so, gonna say, Dustin, you like might as well make adventures out of these too. Totally. Yep. So I asked my husband. I was like, "Are you on board? Take a little mini road trip while I go, you know, yeah. work out a little bit for a couple hours." <laughs> And he's like, yeah, sure. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm so cool. I'm excited. It's, yeah, like I said, it's, you know, been something that's super, super hard mentally and physically, but it's so humbling. And then every, every workout I finish, I just kind of think about where I started, you know, where I started yeah. with not even wanting to go swim. I think I might've swam like three or four times before that sprint. Yeah. You know, and now I'm swimming 2000, you know, yards every workout before that was what a 400 yard swim or something yeah yeah so it's it's really cool because you know with with the the work I'm in with clients it's Mm -hmm. very similar you know like hey think about where you started whether it's through fitness or nutrition you know you weren't eating this many vegetables or you weren't even eating this much or you weren't even drinking this much water you know it's same thing I have to remind them of there over you know overcoming challenges too so 
putting that on my myself has been like, okay, cool. Like I'm doing good. Cause I hit those rocks and you know, those bumps just like everybody else. Yeah. And that's something I absolutely admire and appreciate about you, Kara, is like you, you show up, you are so real and you share like your passion, your energy. I mean, you were my favorite orange theory coach because I was like, I just felt you like, I, I feel like I still hear you sometimes in my head when I'm, <laughs> when I'm on a, the rower or running yeah. or in a workout. And like, yeah. I love that. Like your energy oh. is contagious and you're also like, you really positively encourage people and you push the hell out of us too. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I like, I just think that um, you sharing like your, just who you are as a person and your struggles as much as your progress and like what's works, what doesn't like, mm. it just is so powerful. And, um, yeah, you're just really awesome. Thank you, Annie. Thank yeah. you. It's, you know, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Um, it's, it's difficult in a way of, you know, do I want to tell everybody that I'm injured? Do I, you know, yeah. um, how much do they want to hear? Do they want to, you know, and, and it's not even me complaining. It's just me. Hey, this is an update, you know? Um, because if I'm one to complain, it's, I'll complain. I'll for sure complain. Jenny will tell you I'll complain too. <laughs> and she'll hear this too. Um, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll complain, get it out of my system and then be like, okay, you know, uh, that was, that was hard. This is why I complained, but this is where, okay, now I'm going to go here. And yeah, this you're how I'm going to get better, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, it's just, uh, like I said, it's overcoming those challenges and overcoming, um, your setbacks and, and doing things that you didn't, that you didn't think you could do is what's, you know, true about being real, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And again, like that's, you're human, you know? And mm-hmm. I think that's what, that what's, that is what draws people to you. It makes you relatable mm-hmm. versus like, oh, Kara's got it all together. She's dialed it in. She's mm-hmm. perfect, you know, mm-hmm. which, um, like, you know, I know I've gone through waves of like feeling like I have to show up that way. And then yeah. I'm like, wait, no, that's what, what is, what am I doing? Like that doesn't serve myself. That doesn't serve other people. Right. Um, so I think it's really relatable and awesome. So yeah. I'm curious to know, like, have you been wired this way forever? <laughs> like when you think back to your childhood, um, yeah. I know, like, I, I know you were a pretty competitive and fierce soccer player. Um, mm. But when you look back when you're young, like, when do you have that first memory of like feeling this? um what's the word like just competitive fire and drive in you that Mm. like you're like I like challenging myself physically I also Mm. like how I feel um like mentally emotionally from from doing these physical challenges or sports like yeah yeah, what that's such a good question (laughs) and honestly it probably didn't happen until later in life Mm -hmm. um I have been in a constant battle with myself in terms of being competitive in 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 any sport um through, you know, I started playing soccer when I was four years old, all the way through college. And part, it's been part of why, you know, I maybe hesitated a bit into doing triathlon because taking a break from soccer, summer soccer, and just all that was nice, like not having to be competitive. But Mm -hmm. anyways, um, you know, so when I was younger and even in high school in soccer, I was my absolute, you know, the classic, I'm my own worst enemy, but I was a really bad enemy. You know, I would miss a shot or miss a play that I wanted to go really well. And I would get extremely upset with myself, Mm. head hanging, you know, wouldn't go after the next couple of plays. My coach would get really mad at me, pull me out, like, you know, pull yourself together kind of thing. And I've had a really hard time with that Mm. over over many years, even in college, um, because I expect so, so much of myself. I expect, you know, it's not that I expect perfection, but I, like, I have really high standards for myself. And, um, it's hard. It's hard to, like, reflect this way. Yeah. But that's, and I want, and I want to do so well. You know, it's like, it's completely different from getting A pluses in school. I, you know, I could get a couple Cs and that's okay. Yeah. But, you know, since I am so passionate about soccer and I'm so passionate about, you know, performing well, and I love the adrenaline that you get from sprinting down the, the field or, you know, hitting up a hard bike ride, whatever it is, if I don't perform well, I'm like, well, shit, you know, like that wasn't that good. Yeah. I got to do it again, you know, or come on, Carrie, you could have done better. So what are, what are, well, and I, this might feel really vulnerable, but I'm curious, like what were some of the, the comments that your inner critic was telling you mm, in those moments? Mm. Oh man. 
Well, I, I always go back to the what ifs, yeah. right? So I yeah. always go back to, well, you could have practiced better, you um, know, or mm-hmm. maybe you should have stayed after practice and, and done more while mm-hmm. the girls girls went to the dining hall, you know, like yeah. the extra hours that you could have, should have, what I'm, I'm, I'm kind of that what if person. Yeah. I've turned out to, I've turned myself to not really be that much of that anymore, but to think that way all throughout college too, you know, um, and just put myself back in the scenario, you know, like. And I don't think that's a bad thing, but yeah. my mental game was not as strong. Yeah. And that's what really, really hurt me. Mm. So I think in terms of, you know, your the question you ask and, you know, when I really kind of felt the fire is probably not honestly till I was out of college. Yeah. Till I grew up, you know. I don't really think you're growing up when you're 18 playing playing soccer on the field. Holy cow, no. Yeah. No, you know. <laughs> yeah. And like the as I the more I read about self-development in an athlete's mind and all of that, I understand that the mental game is more than the physical almost. You know, mm-hmm. you could have so much talent, but if you have a, a crappy mindset and you don't visualize yourself, you know, scoring or playing well or performing well, then you're probably not. Yeah. Or and having you lose, like you know? fun too. Yeah. Having <laughs> yeah. fun and enjoying the process, yeah. right? right? Same thing. So right. the more now, you know, I, as I've grown out of that and almost as I distanced myself from soccer, I felt like I almost was like, yeah, I, I've got to be like, let's keep going with the soccer world. How much can mm-hmm. we grow? But I was like, let's let's distance myself. Let's stop playing soccer. It doesn't really define me. Yeah. I can do other things, you know, and that's when I started running a little bit more. I did Orange Theory stuff, you know, and I think coming out of that, that's when I really like found the fire and started to grow in different aspects of my mental game to help yeah. the physical game perform even better. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah, what's interesting in hearing part of this part of your story in this way, Kara, is one of the like attractive parts of you that I appreciated coming to your orange tier classes and meeting you there was like you you did make those workouts. Some of them were were so hard. You know, you made them fun though, because of um your words, your energy, your passion. Um, and you again you pushed us, but like you you made it fun and and like playful. Yeah. Um whether it was with the music or yeah. and just like the comments, you're hilarious too, which is so important, bringing humor. Mm-hmm. Um so I like I'm like really appreciating getting a little window into your psyche and like your kind of it sounds cliche, but transformation for yourself, like from this really hard, like inner critic to um, and I'm sure, I'm sure that part of you still shows up, you know, but yeah. to like, to really work with that part of you to find more joy and, um, identity in a different way with physical activity. So totally. Yeah. Totally. And yeah. it's, it's continuous, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. I, I feel like it's something yeah. that you will always be developing and growing throughout your yeah. entire life. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned, you know, uh, having fun at Orange Theory, which yeah. was right. Huge. Um, back then I was a big rule follower, you know, so like if something went astray, you know, according to the books that stressed me out. Yeah. That kind of like internally, you know, it was not so fun. So working there actually, and being the head trainer of a studio helps me grow and understand that you shouldn't be so stressed about A, B, and C, Mm. you know, like why are you being stressed about the music, you know, cutting out, you know, Mm -hmm. people can still work out. You can still entertain them. It's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. But that would be something like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Right. Right. You know, like the world's ending. It's not ending. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, and that's, I've pulled that into other aspects of my life too. And just, you know, it's true. You only live once. So why, why put so much stress on so many things that are going to crumble you inside? Yeah. When you can really, okay, like understand what happens, why it happens, your reaction to things, you know, take time in the morning to do things that just transfer them all throughout your life Mm -hmm. to bringing calmness and peace and, you know, to the right parts of your day and then bringing the energy and the, you know, good aggression towards a workout, you know, perform well. There's just, there's a place for all those things. And I just, I was too heavy on the stress and too heavy on the seriousness at times in my past. And so now I feel I'm, I've got, a, 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 I have a much better understanding of myself and I'm still growing. Like yeah. I said. But yeah, you know, um, people will say like, oh, you're still the same in college. Cause I'll get, you know, people on Instagram, you know, it's good to see you. I follow you. Yeah. But I'm like, I think I'm completely different from when I was in college. <laughs> completely yeah. different. Yeah. I don't. I think that person was, you know, just like I said, to the book. I didn't go out. I didn't drink till I was 21. 
I was like, I, I'm not going to um, sacrifice my collegiate career and get in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to drink mm-hmm. till I want. And I'm going to, you know, get good sleep. And I didn't eat very well back then. We can talk about that later. Oh, my but gosh. I know. Me too. <laughs> the well, collegiate diet is only I, ever. <laughs> only I could know, like, how to fuel myself properly, right? Totally, back right? Then. Let's yeah. go back. See, yeah. what if, right? I know what all if? the what ifs. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, I just, you know, I think I'm from those four years – I've revamped to someone I much I much more enjoy being around. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. And sometimes I like look back on them. It's it yeah, that's an interesting reflection that people say, like, oh, you're the same, you mm. know. Um, but I'm like, no, I hope I'm different. Like yeah. I want to constantly evolve and grow. And mm-hmm. like, you know, not that I didn't like myself in the past, but like I just, yeah. you know, that kind of mindset of like, we're always, we always get to continue to learn from our past and like just continue to become even better, you know, in some totally. ways. So um, I loved, I was thinking about that comment you said of like feeling so stressed and serious that like it's crumbling you inside. Mm. Um, I can a very much relate to that. Like I think, mm. you know, sometimes uh, even now I'm like, Annie, you're so serious. Like you're so intense, yeah. you know, like can you yeah. just light up or, but it's making me think my, one of my um, focuses over the last, I would say a few, two to three years mm. between injuries and also getting sick you actually commented on that (laughs) I was like yep I'm having another cold um but it's just this constant practice of like really listening to and honoring my body and not pushing um because I get so excited about so many things in my life Mm -hmm. and and I love physical movement in all different ways and um but the analogy of recovery you know so I've been Mm -hmm. really trying to like look at what does recovery mean what does it look like for myself with my Mm -hmm. clients um and I know it's something that you've been talking a lot more about too from your mm-hmm. own journey. Yeah. Um, but I, one of the things that I love thinking about is recovery is not just like getting on the foam roller or, you know, taking an Epsom salt bath or, you know, having your electrolytes. Like yeah. it's everything that yeah. we do in between like a training workout or whatever, like a, a run, a workout, whatever for people and the right. next movement. Right. Like everything. And I made me realize like, oh, where am I expending energy mm. excessively in my life? You know, and I'm not just talking physically, but also like mentally yeah. worrying, fear, um, or like in relationships or work that's not serving me that I can like mm. ease off of and, mm-hmm. you know, help to harness my energy so that I'm not um, on my feet all the time or running around. And, you know, it just yeah. has had me really thinking about the in between. Yeah. Um, and so I really appreciated your comment about. Like really evaluating that for yourself and noticing like where can I rest and ease and mm-hmm. where can I then push or be yeah. healthily aggressive or yeah. you know and I I think that I don't know when it happened but I used to work off of four five six hours of sleep constantly and think it was awesome you know like I would say oh I only got four hours of sleep and people would say how do you do that you know oh, yeah I don't, it was almost like a pride thing like I don't know you're right how do I do it it's cool but you know then you hit a point where, I don't know, your memory starts to fade or you get the brain fog, you know, and it, it comes with a lot of self-educating. I won't lie. You know, I, I don't, I don't think with my interest in the field now, I don't think that, you know, um, someone who is in a complete different field, you know, um, would be as self-educated as I was because I'm just, I am so into listening. Like we were talking about podcasts earlier. I listen to podcasts all the time now rather than music. I don't, mm-hmm. I couldn't even tell you the top 10 songs that are on the charts these days because it's podcasts, you yeah. know, and I love to educate myself. So a lot of it was, oh, wow, I do feel, you know, that three o'clock brain foggy. I am really tired in the morning. I am drink drinking two cups of coffee and not getting a spark from it. You know, what the heck is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. And, um, so the more I dove into it, the more I was realizing the whole recovery was, yeah, like from the time that you wake on, most of the time that you go to bed is like a recovery in between, you know, that yet you should get a good amount of sunlight in the morning, you know, to help out your cortisol and, and your, your boost that energy, that natural energy, you know, um, the recovery is not just the foam roller. It is the amount of sleep you got. It is the type of sleep. It is, you know, um, just so much. The type of food that you're eating, yeah. right? How much food you're eating. Because if you're undernourishing yourself, yeah. that is a form of stress on your body. Oh and that gosh. is not, then your body can't recover. So it's like this amazing domino, but it's cool, right? Yeah. So like, it's funny because, and I say it's funny. I laugh at myself inside. 
I really don't like school, but I love educating myself in this way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, the school, I, it's like the like, school of life, you know, you, get to, of life. you get to choose. Totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I love, I love to choose. Yeah. What to educate myself on. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot of, wow. Like if this is the way I feel, how do other people feel? Well, they probably feel the same. Well, they probably feel even worse. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. How can I help them? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people need help. And they don't know where the heck to start. Yeah. And I can't even imagine what that feels like. Not even being educated for, you know, how I am. I have an undergrad, right? And that's just the base. But a lot of people don't even know what kind of vegetables are good to eat or, right? Yeah. Like what is yeah. a protein, right? Or how much water to drink? What kind of exercise? So I can't even imagine how lost they're feeling in this kind of crazy world where everything is, you know, everywhere. You could have someone off the street tell you something and they're like, you know, trying to credit themselves. So, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And it's so cool how much you, I mean, I'm trying to think how long I've known you now, probably five, six years, just Mm. orange theory. And then now, but I, from my perspective, Kara, it's been so cool to witness your, like all that you've learned and then all that you're putting out there and sharing. Um, And like, again, like you are so passionate about it. So it makes it fun for other people. Cause I think Mm -hmm. at times, you know, being in this, you know, fitness, health, wellness world, you know, in our like profession, um, it is oftentimes super overwhelming for most people, you know, and I think, I think it can be overwhelming and and I I feel like I know a lot, you know, and Mm -hmm. I still have a lot to learn, but um, and then for just like the average person, as you're saying, who really haven't had the privilege of like being educated and sometimes may not even know like, oh, this stomach pain is connected to um, dairy or gluten or, you know, mm-hmm. um, it can be so overwhelming, but you make it, a, you make it really fun. Mm-hmm. Like, and you That's also <laughs> are very like clear and succinct with your like mm-hmm. little educational points um, mm-hmm. through social media. So um, let's dive there a little bit. So you're a registered dietitian mm-hmm. and also a performance coach, um, strength mm-hmm in conditioning personal trainer mm-hmm. um come throwing all the words out there yeah. um and you just recently launched your new business uh, yes. really to focus on triathletes um and training as tri life nutrition mm-hmm. yeah talk like tell us and we'll tell listeners a little bit about what you do with clients the, the kind of person you love to like focus in on um, yeah 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 so um tri life nutrition it's all about three pillars of your health so I have nutrition, performance, and recovery. So, you know, there is so much, you know, nutrition is such an, uh, an umbrella term. It's not even the food that you eat, but it's just also, you know, the the process in which the, the food has come to your plate, um, the decisions you make around the nutrition. You know, it is the, what is what are you having before your workout? What are you having after your workout? Um, it is also hammering gut health. You know, that's a huge um, concept and, and topic this day is, you know, my, my microbiome is what, you know, and inflammation, what? So kind of diving into your gut health and understanding that 70% of your immune system is in your gut. Mm-hmm. So, you know, why are we getting sick all the time? Right. Hey, yep. let's check our gut health. <laughs> right. Um, and so that, that dives into a whole host of things, but, uh, and then we got to talk about performance. Performance is just how you're moving your body. You know, I like that nice special word performance, but how you're performing right every day. And do you enjoy it? Because a lot of people, you know, I will stress to people, Hey, we should be strength training. You know, here are the benefits, right? We should be cardiovascular, you know, training a couple of days a week for heart health and that stuff. But like, let's just make sure you're doing something that you really like to do. Mm-hmm. So don't feel like you have to, um, because again, like same thing with food is, it's very easy, you know, I feel like it's very easy in our profession or maybe just the dietetic side that it can get boring real fast, you know, mm-hmm. hey, this is why you want broccoli and vitamin K is going to be, you know, yeah. and it's just like, oh, you're boring me, you know, I'm back in whatever grade and drooling on my desk kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to make it fun and I want you to enjoy your movement because I mean, too, think about how many people don't move their bodies all day, right? Yeah. We're on desk, we're at desk. I have some clients who are at desks 12 hours a day. You know, meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting. And I'm like, well, first of all, how is that even like right? How is that right? You know, Um, second of all, how can you be in a position? How come you can't leave this job? You know, and of course, that's a whole different topic. But to me, it's like I'd be like, I'm done. I I need some some more life in me. Yeah. But anyways, we're stuck at desks. Right. Um, And we just don't know what form of movement is best for us. I feel like a lot of people just don't know where to start. So there's performance and we talk about that and, and part of it too might be, Hey, I'm going to help you create a program. You know, like you are, are you a 
are you a uh, high school student trying to become a, you know, um, a soccer player, right? You want to be, you want to play collegiate? Awesome. Let's, let's get you training in the right aspect and get you training for your sport too. Because a lot of people might just pull up something on YouTube or Instagram and think they're doing something great. And yeah, it's a good start, but hey, let's direct you in the, in the right way. Yeah. And then they have their recovery piece and recovery again, it's not even foam rolling. It's not even the amount of sleep you get, but it's also, um, you know, spending time in, in sauna, you know, hot. It's, it's, it's the cold water, the ice baths, it's the infrared, you know, it's, it's Cairo, it's massage, other things like that, acupuncture, um, to just to make sure that we're really diving into every aspect in a, in a wholesome way, covering all aspe- aspects of their life. Um, so that way they can be training and performing and, and, and nailing all of their goals, you know, and enjoying the process too. Yeah. So I just love people who are really interested in investing their time and energy and effort into it because it's not easy. You know, it's not the, you know, three months down the line, you're going to be boom there. Like that's just the starting point, but you know, it takes a lot of work. Like I'm going to give you some things to focus on and, and work on, you know, like, you know, we can, we're going to, I meet with a client every two weeks. So in the, within that two weeks, Hey, here's what I want you to focus on. I want you to focus on, you know, slowly breathing while you're before you, before you eat a meal and after you eat a meal, because mm-hmm. how many times do we rush when we eat meals? Oh gosh, yeah. And I won't lie. I rush before here. So <laughs> I'm, I'm at fault, but yeah, no, we get right. taught in the moment, we're you know, we're like, oh, I'm yeah. checking the time, eat the food quick. Yeah. That's not good for your digestive system. Yeah. You know? Um, and so I will give my clients homework to do. And if you brush it off, that's just, that's your money and your time wasted, you know? And it's, you know, unfortunately some, some of my time wasted too, because that's another thing is I care so deeply about helping people and seeing them succeed that, you know, if they don't put the time and effort in, it's like, man, like, what did I do wrong? You know, could I help mm. them a different way? You mm. know, was it me? Did I, did I do something wrong? You know, yeah. that's what I put on myself, but you know, I can give the client all the information that they could, you know, ever hope to have they have to do the work, you know, they have to put in the effort and the time, like I said. Um, but I love to see people succeed in such great ways. You know, I love, um, kind of the same thing of having, having them go back and, you know, look, look, look at the weight that you started. You were bicep curling, you know, 10 pounds. Now you're bicep curling 20, you know, you were sprinting, whatever, you know, and it's just like, okay, take a moment because we get hard on ourselves all the time. And we'll have those moments where I'm talking to a client and they just feel like stuck. You know, this isn't working. This isn't working. Let's focus on the stuff that is working. Okay. How did we get there and backtrack? And like I said, a lot of it's mental too. So I talk a lot of my clients about behavior change and habits and habit building and habit breaking and all that. And it's like, for me personally too, I have habits that I've built from childhood. So no wonder it's taking so long to break them because you've had them for 30 years. Right. You know? And most people, so, right? It's yeah. like, yeah. So yeah. it's re- relearning, retraining our bodies, our minds. Yeah. 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 So, you know, the the individual that is ready to commit to all aspects of their life, you know, I won't, I won't lie. All aspects. Yeah. They have to be willing to, you know, try going to bed 30 minutes earlier, you know, changing their atmosphere at night. Are you sleeping with a dark, cold room? Or, you know, did you... Um, crack the window, right? We love the, we love the fresh air. Yes. Um, are you willing to wake up early in the morning and step outside for some fresh, fresh sunlight? You know, um, artificial is not going to be as good as beneficial. Are you interested in trying new food? You know, just changing, trying a change because it doesn't work. Cool. We can always try something else, but, um, that's the big piece is you have to be ready to change, you know? Um, and if you're not ready, it's okay, but that's going to lead you to, so many, so many new pathways that you didn't even know you could, yeah. you know, really start going through. Yeah. And that question of, you know, are you ready is, is so huge. Even your example of like, you know, some people who you give them homework and mm-hmm. they show up and they haven't done it. It's like, mm-hmm. um, I feel like that's, that's a really pivotal, powerful moment is like, Hey, like, and getting curious, like why, like what, what is keeping you stuck, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, could be that, you know, that piece that like with your support, with a coach's support, like Mm -hmm. help them break through finally of like, Hey, it's time to say yes to yourself. And, um, like really look at like what's holding you back, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, but how hard for most people it is to just take that one step, you know, because it's actually like more comfortable oftentimes to stay where you are. <laughs> Very comfortable. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's scary to to try all these new things. And also, you know, listening to you, I'm like, this is like, there's so much. It's so amazing. 
And there's so much accessible, you know, mm-hmm. if we just like open ourselves up to it. And it's also overwhelming to be yeah. like, okay, like, okay, what do I, I need to wake up early, um, step outside, drink my water, make some breakfast, you know, and yeah. like, so for some people who haven't really entered into that at all, it's like, it can feel really overwhelming, but completely, you know, but that's why, that's why you're here, right? Mm-hmm. To help them say like, okay, what's one thing we can start focusing on? Yeah. yeah. And then it's that habit stacking. You just get to start building it up. Habit and, stacking. Oh yes, yeah. You know, and yeah. it's, it's funny, you know, I'll get a client who has all these goals for themselves, you know, and I love it. I love it when they see that, you know, they're, they're already visioning them with their best self, you know, but I usually have to pull them back yeah. and say, okay, you know, I love this, but these seven things, if you start ta- trying to tackle them all at once, you're going to fail. Yeah. Like I'll put money on it, you know, because we just, as human beings, we only, we can't multitask. You know, I, I've, that's something I've understood and learned, you know, our brain can, our brain is not going to multitasking. So when we want to start a new habit, we have to start slow. We have to start with that one thing, waking up, you know, 10 minutes early. Cool. Let's do that for a week or two. Awesome. Once it feels comfortable, like it's within, you know, your routine, let's now let's add the sunlight piece, Yeah. you know, and yeah. it may sound silly, you know, but it is, it's uh, much more rewarding when you've, you know, you, you kind of get those um, successors and you start checking that off every day, those wins, those small wins, then you have the seven things much sooner than you would have in the past, you know? Yeah. The small, consistent. Yeah. Leads to that big change. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So coming back to you, Kara, like what's um, what's like one of the many, I'm, I'm sure, like rituals or practices you do in a day that is mm. um, something you've more recently connected to or added in that you find is really supporting your, whether it's your mm. mental state, your nervous system, your recovery? Yeah, yeah. I would say my stretching routine and my decreased screen time before bed. Oh, okay. So I've been working yeah. on my sleep. A lot. Um, I don't have an aura ring yet. I would like one. I think they're mm, awesome, but yeah. my Garmin does a good job. Yeah. So yeah, they're awesome. They, they, yeah. they, they tell you some good data. And um, I was around the, for the last couple months, like six, seven hours of sleep. And so more recently I was like, all right, like, I'm going to try to get eight hours of sleep. You know, like let's, let's bump this up because the more I understand about the body, the better, you know, the more sleep I can get, the better my body will heal. And mm. I'm, I'm about to put myself into some rigorous training, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I need to be prepared for that. Yeah. So as a personal trainer, that's very hard though, because sometimes I'm training at 530 in the morning. Yeah. And so I'm having to shift my alarm. And anyways, it's been hard. People people call me a grandma and I love it because- Oh, I'm, I'm right bed, with you. I'm in bed by like 730. <laughs> I know. You know? So Whatever. now it's getting dark earlier. I'm like, it's all right, so it's bedtime. easy, right? It's yeah. so easy for us. Yeah. I know. The summer was tough. But yeah. um, so I'm trying my best to get my button to bed earlier, but stop looking at my phone earlier too, because that screen time and I, I'm not even looking at that with blue light blocking glasses. I'm just putting it down um, because I want my brain to- calm itself. I want it to relax. I want my body to do all of the normal things it's supposed to do before you sleep, Yeah, you know, release melatonin, all that stuff. Um, and I've added in stretching in the nighttime and that's been, I want to do both morning and night, but night times I've heard and understood to be very, very beneficial because it again is just relaxing to your CNS and it's calming and I'll just do like five to 10 minutes. Um, and so that has been very helpful. Um, and I won't, I won't say that I've been getting eight hours consistently yet because the cat the kitten is keeping uh, me up oh yeah but um <laughs> that's dog. a good thing but you know now I can't blame my clients who sleep with their pets because I have sleep I sleep with my pet too but <laughs> he's a baby he's so cute he's like what is he three almost three uh or 12 weeks old yeah three oh months my gosh. almost right but anyways so sweet but yeah, so I've been adding in some nighttime stretching and I've just it's hard to put that phone away because you get so caught but I've been, I set a timer for myself for the day for two hours on social media. And when I hit it, I'm done. That's so awesome. it helps me to space out my time because mm-hmm. I, you know, so I'll, I'll go on there for maybe an hour, you know, there's an hour wasted. Cool. So now what I do is I might be on there for like 15 minute spurts. Mm-hmm. So then I almost, you know, feel like I'm on there longer, but I'm not. So once I hit my two hours, I'm done. And then it opens up time for me and my husband, right? Yeah. I mean, we can talk more, we hang out. It's just, it's opened up a new avenue in our in our relationship, which is better because we'll sometimes be, I won't lie, we're at, we're at, you're eating dinner at home and we're both on our phones, you know? I Maybe I'm answering messages, maybe he's reading an article or something, Yeah, looking at the stocks, whatever it is, right? But we're still, like, we're, we're, we need to disconnect from our phones. So that's helped me 
disconnect. And do you find by you committing to this, it's also rippled to him? Totally. Yeah. Totally. That's awesome. I look that's at him really and I'm like, hey, babe, get off your phone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or I tell him, hey, turn the screen, turn the screen down. You know, it's too bright. Yeah. So because yeah. I'm sitting here doing nothing. Right. Yeah. And so I want him to engage with me. And yeah, you know, that's the benefit is a lot of the times when you do something, it positively affects the other person, whether yeah. they like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. good. No, it's huge. And I think that's like such a cool thing to share with, I imagine, your clients too. I know for mm-hmm. me, it's, um, it, again, can be so scary making these changes, but mm-hmm. to trust that A, the people who love you and are around you, they are, are going to cheerlead you and they've got your back. Also, like it might be hard for them at first, but it it can inspire them to maybe think about, oh, how am I, how's my relationship with my phone or how is my yeah. sleep or um, when was the last time I stretched, you know, yeah. like just without us even needing to like, like, you know, force them <laughs> to do it with us. Yeah. It's just like the role modeling that totally. I love that, that power, um, empowerment that that can yeah. offer. Because so. that's hard too, you know, we, I have a good amount of clients who want the, the best for their, you know, their spouse or whoever they're living with, Right. They're like, oh, I just wish that my husband would do it. How, how cool would it be if we could be a power couple, you know? And, of course, I'd love to be a power couple, right? Yeah. But it's good to have that independence. Um, <laughs> but uh, – and so anyways, so it's hard because they almost try to force it. But think it's like if you're told to do something or if you're forced to do something, you don't want to do it either, right? Yeah. So just like our kids, to, like, uh-uh. Right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. So it's yeah. that, you know, slowly let it creep in. Just, you know, talk about how it's been helping you out and how it makes you happy and all that. And maybe it maybe it will interest them. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, that's that's something that that resistance that of, of change is what's it's what's hard for those people. You yeah. Know, with, or their spouses and stuff. But luckily, I would say my husband he basically takes on anything I, I suggest to him at this point. <laughs> We've been together for so long. So yeah. he, he trusts my judgment. <laughs> That's awesome. Things, yeah. Yeah, you guys, you met when you were, <laughs> we were in, high school. in high school, right? Oh, yeah. High school yep. sweethearts. I yep. love it. That's 2009. Awesome. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So he's my best, my best bud for sure. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, he's come a long way in terms of his career and his and his own journey and just growing up and, you know, um, becoming more open and independent and all that too because, you know, we were tight 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 when we were in college and all that so yeah um I think it's cool to see him grow up and start to lead his own life with me on the side you know with me as his cheerleader and vice versa yeah it's really cool that's amazing yeah that's awesome Kara does yeah. he have any interest in triathlons or is he like, no. oh, I'll be the, he's the a, videographer? He totally is. Yeah. He's like, I will be there. I will hold your bags. You just tell me what to do. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. great. That's um, awesome. I, uh, you know, and, and again, it, it, it kind of bonds us in a way because he, uh, he's been, he's always been there for me in terms of my, um, athletics and everything. Um, he did play hockey in high school, but then in college, he just kind of, you know, I'm going to do the studies and focus on that ordeal, which was great because he is very smart. Yeah. But, um, you know, he's, he's always been the, the best, like, yeah, I guess I should say cheerleader because, he understands when I want to vent, how much I want to vent, if he should say anything or not, you know. Um, and he's he's more of my silent cheerleader because he's not the kind of person who's going to be like, let's go. You know, he's kind of, I'll hold the phone. You tell me, oh, you want content for Instagram? Okay, I'll get it. Got to get a video. Yeah. Stay silent, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, he's <laughs> like, just tell me what you want to do. He lets me stick to my ritual. He's very respective of like that, you know, game day kind of ordeal that I'm sure you know of, right? Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't touch me, guys. Like, yeah. I have my stuff. You know, <laughs> I, I need to do this in a certain order. So yeah. he's yeah, he's super respectable in that in that aspect. Steady sounds like like your study your study source of strength yes, right there for you. Totally, yeah, totally. That's awesome. Yeah, so good. I do remember when he came to an orange theory class, and uh, oh my, goodness. I remember. I think you embarrassed. I, I like you. You said I'm gonna embarrass Sam right now, but um, yeah, you're like totally. my husband's here, and everyone say hi, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, so like I make yeah, him yeah. come out of his shell. Yeah, like, we. I talk a lot about how he's you know much much more of the introvert. I'm much more of the extrovert. Yeah, and we blend well together. Good balance. You know? Yeah, he yeah. has some extrovert. I have some introvert, but for the most part, it's. I, I've helped him kind of like, hey, you can do this, you know, push him out of his nest, you know, a little bit more in terms of his career, in terms of, you know, just things since we've grown up, grown to grown up together. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that part. It's fun. Yeah. Um, so, Kara, you are going after two half Ironmans sure in the am. next year, yes. which you mentioned. What is um, one more like personal goal that you're 
you're, I guess, either currently working on or something that in the next year you want to continue to like nourish, nurture? Mm. That's a good question. You know, I think I would love to just continue to nourish, honestly, probably the bomb of my husband. Oh, why? Um, I think over the last five years, we have been so caught up in the work, 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 you know, work hard kind of grind, you know, um, we love to work. We, there, there were times at Orange Theory when I'd be gone all day, you know, yeah. he'd be gone all day. We'd come home, eat dinner, go to bed. And like, that was such a, like a negative rhythm for us, you know, Yeah. in a way. And I feel we're in a really good spot now that we start, we've really started to understand each other a lot more about like, you know, logging off from the phone and taking the weekends to do more things together. And like, we're just realizing that, okay, you know, we're in our thirties and like literally life is short. Right. So I don't want to go over the next five years and be that couple who's, you know, all, all they do is work. Right. So he's, he's understood. And I've understood, you know, taking time off is just as important as working your ass off. Right. There's that balance which I just feel we didn't, we, we overlooked, we overlooked that. There are so many weekends and things that we either said no to, or I either said no to or something because I said, no, I have a client or I have this, but I think I would love to continue to nourish our relationship together more and do more things together because life's more fun together, right? Yeah. Like that's the reason we got married. Um, like we go back to the, you know, in high school and just think about the stuff that we did together as kids it's hard, you know, because as you grow and as you evolve, you you change, your habits change, everything changes. And obviously people say marriage is work. And I'm like finally realizing that like, yeah, wow, it is work. So over this last year, I would say probably the last year, I've really understood like, okay, I got to put my limits on things like this can wait. This is my priority. Right. Yeah. And and put those in line um, because it's it, I, I don't want to be the kind of what if person, right. And say, well, what if we went to the, you know, this person's graduation or what if we went on that trip, mm-hmm. you know, let's not do that. Let's put our time and effort into work during the times where we quote should be working. Right. And then let's put our time and effort on other times with us, with our families, with our pets, our cute cats, uh, you yes. know, our vacations, all that. Like, let's, let's find a good balance, even though I don't really, I don't really know if I believe in that term balance because that always yeah, changes, right? Yeah, I know. It's a, but it's a, that it's word like a cliche word. Yeah. yeah. But um, let's find let's find a right rhythm with our lives. So Yeah. And what I so appreciate about that, Kara, is like, like the word presence, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm really hearing and feeling from you like this kind of waking up to like, let's be as present with each other as possible, mm-hmm. you know, um, which is like, I have the chills right now. Like that's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yes, like, I think, I think everyone listening to this, or I know I can, can probably relate to like moments in our lives when we've just been focusing on being productive and work. And I mean, that's, yeah. that's our society and culture for you. Yeah. Like, you know, and so the fact that you've really like paused a step back to realize like, what's truly important, like, what are our priorities? Yeah. Like, Hey, I love you. I want to have more fun with you. Like life's yeah. happening now. Like that's, yeah. um, like I, that's, I applaud that. Like that takes courage too, because again, our culture doesn't really always support that. It's always like, you know, work, work, work. And then, and then the reward is like, okay, maybe, you know, we can make some time, but people are yeah. often exhausted or, yeah. you know, um, you know, the whole, like, I think it's less traditional now, but like working, working, working to retire. It's like, no, let's like, it should be it shouldn't be work life balance, it should be life work balance, yeah, you know? Like yeah. let's find joy in every day and play and yeah. I love how you mentioned the whole like work to retire thing. I was literally just thinking like, you know, yeah, I wanna we're gonna work till our, you know, till our so I can um retire when I'm forty. Then I'll live. Then I'll go on vacation. Why can't you go on vacation in your thirties? Yeah. Why can't you work and go on vacation, right? So well, and the problem too, unfortunately, is that so many people worked so hard that they were so stressed that by the time mm-hmm. they retired, then they get sick, their mm-hmm. bodies shut down, then they can't really live the life that they had been dreaming of living. It's yeah. like so I, I like to believe that the work you and I are helping to support people around is helping them to live life now. And yeah. I like the word like we're training for life, like yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. You know, you might not be training for a, a half marathon, you know, half marathon yeah. or um, triathlon, but like, but we're training for life mm-hmm. by living 
like making these really nourishing, healthy choices so that we can feel our absolute best, like every day. (laughs) This recent podcast I listened to, um, I forget who they interviewed, but they had said that they'll, it was more on the fitness side of a, um, of a client and they would, they, on their assessment form, they ask a question of, Hey, what is the last 10 years of your life look like for you? Right. So whether it's 87 to 97, 92 to 102, what does the last 10 years of your life look like? That's what we should be training for. And that for me, I was like, oh, my God, that like so hits home because Mm -hmm. people, you know, people will come to me or you whatever and say, I have a three month goal or next year I want to do this. Right. Or right for me, I have an Ironman. Okay, cool. What am I going to do after that? Cool. What that is great. Let's train for that. But we can also start training for those final 10 years of your life. How do you want to look? Right. I always tell myself I don't want to be bent over and having to struggle to walk and all that stuff. I want to be a kick ass, like really athletic <laughs> and still like in shape old lady. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. I want to live long. <laughs> um, and so I think that that really resonated with me and for your listeners, I want them to know too, you should also think about the last 10 years of your life because Yes, it'll be there in the blink of an eye, but you can easily start training for those years as well as starting to train for next year and the year after. But we really should focus on the latter year, the latter years of our life. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So with listeners out there who I'm sure are like aching to reach out to you, like where can they find you so that they can keep training for life with you? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram um try underscore life nutrition and, and it's tri by the way <laughs> and uh, my website is trylifenutrition.com and there's a hyphen between try and life so those are my two big platforms um and then they can always shoot me an email too as well but i like instagram the best i love to just connect with people there send them videos and it's just a an easy and comforting place to connect with people first yeah, and listeners, you should definitely follow Kara on Instagram because yeah. you are again like so inspiring, educational, funny, like real. So it's Thanks, it's, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, one more question, Kara. Do you see people all over the world, like virtually as well as in person? Hundred percent. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Yay. Thank you. Well, this has been so much fun. So and, awesome. Yeah, I so appreciate connecting and just hearing more about your your story as well as like what you're going after and, thanks uh, Annie excited to awesome. continue to witness you thrive thank so, you thanks yeah. for having me I really appreciate it yeah.